You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hello. Hello. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So so this week we are going over uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I believe this is episode 15. It's episode. Yep. Man's voice comes in. <laughs> episode 15. <laughs> yeah, 15. after after this, I'm just going to record numbers. A, an audio track where it's episode 1. Yes. 2. You got to do for all of them. <laughs> 3. <laughs> and as always, we have the soundtrack on our Spotify, which will be in the show notes. And I guess that's it. Amber, take us away. <laughs> yes. So, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum is indeed very funny. Haha. <laughs> See uh-huh. what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> so, the music is written by the illustrious Stephen Sondheim. Yes. And the book was written by Bert Sheevlove and Larry Gelbart. And so, the musical was inspired by the ancient Roman playwright Plautus. The musical is about a slave who attempts to win his freedom by helping his young master woo the girl next door. So, of course, lots of chaos ensues. Of course. There's never never a simple wooing. Nope. No. No, there's not. So, this, like I said, it's a super fun show, and I actually have a personal connection to it. I wasn't involved in a production of this in high school. I was the props mistress, so that was pretty cool. Nice. And so that was a lot of fun to, you know, put on back in the day. And then I actually saw this performed at the Muni a few summers ago as well. So that was also a great rendition of it. Nice. Obviously, this is a comedy, and so it involves a lot of jokes and puns. There's a bit of a like mistaken identity trope, stuff like that. But overall, I'd say it's a pretty safe show to listen to, and this is probably going to be a pretty safe episode to listen to. So no mama warning here. <laughs> Thumbs up, mama. <laughs> Your children. <laughs> so in regards to the productions of the show, it started in 1962 on Broadway. So this is the oldest one we've done? I don't know. I think. Maybe. I think it's pretty close. It's up there. It's up there. Originally, the show didn't play very well. People weren't too interested. Jerome Robbins was called in to make some changes, and they changed the opening song to Comedy Tonight, and from then on, the show was a success. Just nice, just one little change there. Hey, this is what's happening. A comedy tonight. Oh, that's oh, what nice. we uh, That's what we bought tickets for. So <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's great. <laughs> it is so great. It's a good song. So the soundtrack we're working off of is of the 1962 original Broadway cast. And as I mentioned, it's on our Spotify, which I will link below. It also had a performance at, uh, in 1963 at the West End. In 1966, a film starring Zero Mostel, directed by George Abbott and produced by Hal Prince. Uh, apparently it was pretty fun to watch. It has 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have not seen it. I do own it. It's great. But it's great. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> You've owned like Never all of those. just over. all about this show. I'm all about musicals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed. What? Nope. Surprise. You should be on a musical podcast. Wow. What? I should. <laughs> <laughs> work on that. Oh wait. <laughs> so in 1972 it saw a Broadway revival and it removed the song Pretty Little Picture and That'll Show Him and added in Echo Song and Farewell. 
Which is sad because I like Pretty Little Picture. Yeah, me too. In 1986, it had a West End revival. In 1996, it had a regular Broadway revival. I don't know why I said regular. In 1996, it had a Broadway <laughs> revival. It was fancy revival. <laughs> fancy revival. In 2004, it was at the Royal National Theater. In 2009, it went to Hong Kong. And in 2012, it was in Melbourne, Australia. It's been making its rounds since 1962, which is pretty impressive. Fun fact, every actor that has opened in the role of Pseudolus on Broadway, Zero Mostel, Phil Silvers, and Nathan Lane, has won a Best Leading Actor Tony Award for the performance. Good job. It's like a good role. Yeah, it's like a good luck role. Power role. Power role. Sounds like something I want to eat. (laughs) Please don't. It's a type of sushi. That might be cannibalism. We've already covered that. <laughs> that's a different that's a different musical, Kylie. Calm down. Spadoinkle. Spadoinkle. Anyway, we're going to get started with Act 1. <laughs> <laughs> As we've already said, the show opens up with the song Comedy Tonight, which is sung by a narrator of sorts who is played by Pseudolus. And so in this song, it's super fun. There's a lot of like foreshadowing and little bits. Um, at one point he says, and now the entire company and like everyone comes out and they line up on stage and they all sing together. And then there's dialogue throughout this, which isn't in the recorded song, but basically he explains the setup of the show and the characters and everything. So this show is set in ancient Rome and there are three adjacent houses on stage. On the left is the house of Marcus Lycus, who is a buyer and seller of beautiful women, aka courtesans. And I'm going to give a bit of a language lesson here too so the house on the right is erroneous he's an old man who is traveling abroad looking for his long lost children who he says were stolen by pirates oh yeah so that sucks fun fact erroneous is based on the latin for wandering so that makes sense in the center is the house of senex so senex is latin for old man so we have an old man and then we have his wife, Domina, which is Latin for mistress. And then their son, Hero. Hero. Pretty understandable. And then... <laughs> it means hero, which is Latin for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they have several slaves, including Hysteria, which is based on the Latin for hysterical or anxious, uh, which you will definitely see in this character. And also the suffix um, the U-M, makes the name neutral. So we'll see a little bit of gender chaos here. Um. And then... The main character, Pseudolus, is also a slave of this house. And so Pseudolus actually means faker. Fun fact, the role of Pseudolus has been played by both male and female actors. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Nice. So they sing this song. They tell everyone that basically they're here to watch a comedy tonight. And so they tell everyone to enjoy the show. And then we get started. Because you're watching a comedy. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Oh, what? <laughs> tonight. It's a fun song, though. It is fun. It's got a lot of, like, fanfare to it. Mm-hmm. Senex and his wife, Domina, are preparing for a visit to see Domina's mother. She orders Senex and the slaves around to pack up their things, including a bust of herself to give to her mother. Art. Heads up, Mom. That's what you're getting for Mother's Day. <laughs> a bust of me. She my face. <laughs> just, my, just my face. <laughs> she leaves Pseudolus in charge of Hero. Hero confides in the audience that he is in love with one of the courtesans next door, Philia, in the song Love, I Hear. Philia is Greek for love, and it's also similar to the Latin word for daughter. Hint, hint. 
Pseudolus gets dragged in by some townsfolk, complaining that he's been cheating in a gambling game. Hero makes him pay them back. Hero tells Pseudolus of his crush and that if he can get him the girl, he will free him. In the song called Free. Yep, because that's how love works. Yes. <laughs> Give me what I want, and I'll give you what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Love. So the two sneak over to the house of Lycus. We get a song, The House of Marcus Lycus, which is not actually on the album or the Spotify. It's mostly choreography heavy. As Lycus introduces each of his courtesans, and they do a little, like, dance on stage and try to, like, seduce, you know, these two men. Because basically Ly- Lycus thinks that he's trying to sell his courtesans to these men, right? So he's Ew. trying to play up each of their skills, and each time Hero's like, that's not the one. And so Sudos is like, mm, this one's just not right. Maybe show me another one. <laughs> and, and so each of the girls, we have Gymnasia, which is Greek for athletic. We have Tintinabula, which is Latin for bells. So she's wearing those like stereotypical skirts with all the like little jinglies on them. She's like jingling all over stage. We have Vibrata, which is Latin for vibrant sense we have gemini which is latin for twins so there are two of them nice and they're both named that name yep they're courtesans they don't have to have a lot of personality (laughs) gemini one no the other (laughs) gemini yeah they're they're sold as a set so you can't buy them separately you have to take them both gemini and gemini And then there's panacea, which is Latin for cure-all, interestingly enough. But she's also the, like, worldly mm. one. So, Pseudolus... She's seen some things. <laughs> yeah. So, Pseudolus becomes enchanted with one of them, Gymnasia. But through all this, they don't see the one that Hero likes, right? And so, he's like, none of these are the right one, like, where's my girl? <laughs> and so, he kind of looks over, and she's, like, peeking out the window. And he's like, no, dude, that's her! And so they ask Lycus about her, and they're like, oh, that's Philia. She's already been sold to another, the warrior Miles Gloriosus. And Miles is Latin for boastful soldier, which he totally is. <laughs> but of course, Pseudolus is intense on gaining his freedom, and so he's going to get this girl for his boy, whether they like it or not, right? So Pseudolus makes up this big story to Lycus, convincing him that Philia has caught a plague from Crete where she had just come from. And one of the symptoms is that she smiles all the time. And he's like, oh no, she smiles all the time. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Lycus is not very smart. And he totally believes the story about a plague. Oh my God. And so Pseudolus offers to take care of the girl so that the other girls don't get this plague. And so he's like, okay, go ahead, take her. (laughs) Yep. Okay. All right. So we see from the bat that Pseudolus is very good at lying. Yes. And making stuff up. Mm-hmm. And people are very gullible. Yes. Both. Yeah. They just live in a world where nobody lies. Or people are just <laughs> gullible. Philia and Hero get some alone time in the Senex house and fall in love. However, Philia insists that she must uphold her contract with Miles. She insists that her only talent is being lovely. She can't cook. She can't read. She can't even remember Hero's name. She's an idiot. In the song called Lovely. She's lovely. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's her only talent. For some people. Yeah. 
Hysterium shows up and Pseudolus ends up telling him the truth and convincing him to stay quiet about it, otherwise he'd get in trouble by association. Pseudolus comes up with a Romeo and Juliet-esque plan. He will give Philia a sleeping potion, tell Lyca she died of a plague from Crete, and remove the body. Then they and Hero will stow away on a ship and live happily ever after. And this is the song, Pretty Little Picture, which was the one that was taken out. Yeah, I think it's also not in the movie, if I remember correctly. Oh. Um, but it's really cute. It's like, pretty little picture. Anyway. Yes, that's all. It's stuck in my head now. <laughs> so, Pseudolus tells her to wait inside, and that he will have Melee's knock three times on the door when he arrives. Exactly three times. <laughs> you can already see where this is going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Chaos. We'll get to that later, of course. <laughs> Pseudolus steals Hysterium's book of potions, and they read through it and discover that they're missing one ingredient for this sleeping potion, which is mare's sweat. Gross. And so he goes off to find it. Yeah, it's a little gross. Senex ends up coming home early. He accidentally damaged the bust of his wife. He broke the nose off, I think. Oh. And so he must find a stone cutter to fix it. Otherwise, she will be very angry. And so he knocks on the door three times. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not sure why he's knocking on his own door, but it's fine. Right. What? It's his own house. <laughs> but Philia comes out and offers herself to him. And he's surprised, but totally okay with this. Oh, sexy old man. he's a nice. creepy old man. And so Senex tells Philia to go back into the house and to wait for him. Uh, yep. Hysterium comes home to, to this, and Senex tells him that Philia is the new maid of the house. Pseudolus returns and goes along with the maid story. And the song is, everybody ought to have a maid, which is real creepy. <laughs> this is a, a fun song, albeit repetitive. Starts with Senex singing, Pseudolus joins in, then Hysterium, then Lycus. Although it's also a bit of a creepy song because, you know, it's reducing women to being quiet, graceful, and, and of course, the servant. So, uh, maybe a little bit more of a uh, servant. Yeah. Or more than a servant. It's it's a lot. It's kind of creepy. Pseudolus <laughs> uh, knows that chaos is brewing, obviously. He sprinkles some of the mare's sweat on Senex to distract him and sends him off to have a bath in Aronius's empty home. Hysterium freaks out in the song, I'm Calm. This song is the epitome of anxiety. He keeps telling himself to stay calm, but he gets more loud and frantic and even screams at the end. It's Are a great song. He's becoming hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> and then, suddenly, Aronius comes home. Suddenly. <laughs> suddenly. Uh, having given up on the search for his children. Hysterium, okay, who's... Uh, you know, he's been searching a long time. <laughs> you eventually gotta give up, I guess. I guess. So Hysterium, still freaking out, tells him that his house has become haunted. Oh. And Erroneus can hear Senex <laughs> singing from where he's getting in the shower and totally believes this. Huh. Yep. <laughs> All right. Erroneus searches for a soothsayer to rid his house of the spirit. And Pseudolus just happens to be nearby, and he hears this, and he <laughs> poses as one. And... <laughs> um, this boy. He lies a lot. It's fine. And so, Aronius tells him that he's been on the search for his kids, and he shows him this ring that he has, and gives it to him, and says that it matches the rings that his kids are wearing, and that's how he knows, like, he'll know that it's them, right? Mm. Uh, and so, he's just tired from this, this journey he's been on, and now his house is haunted, and he's having a terrible day. <laughs> and... 
Pseudolus tells him that in order to banish the ghost, he must travel seven times around the hills of Rome. Basically, this just kind of gets him out of the way for a while. Yeah, take a long walk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> take a hike. Yeah. And this actually introduces a funny little gag where Erroneus occasionally walks across the stage like mid-action and shouts out how many times he's been around. So he's like, one time around! And then like keeps hobbling. <laughs> and then comes back later. <laughs> I remember that. So much fun. Cynix comes out of the house just as Hero comes around. Philia is standing up on the balcony of the Cynix house and they both eye her and realize the other is doing the same. They are weirded out that they could be interested in the same girl. In the song Impossible. Camille's Gloriosus arrives to claim his courtesan. He also just brags about himself for the entire song of Bring Me My Bride. High school production that I was in treated him like a bit of a joke. So he was wearing like Roman armor on top. And then he was wearing heart boxers (laughs) on the bottom. (laughs) Uh, The boxers were actually a theater tradition. So they were in like every show. But it was just like really funny look on him. He's this like serious Roman soldier and he's wearing heart boxers. That's awesome, actually. <laughs> Pseudolus has hidden Philia and told Lycus she escaped. Pseudolus offers to impersonate Lycus, and he tells Miles that Philia has disappeared, but he will search for her. Miles, angry with all the deception, who really is Lycus, where is his bride, blah blah blah, orders his soldiers to attack the center house where Philia had been hiding. Miles threatens to kill Pseudolus, and after begging time to say just one word, he yells out, Intermission! And then we go into intermission. Because <laughs> everyone knows that works in real life, too. Exactly. <laughs> Some Yay! Scooby-Doo logic. Yeah. Intermission. You can't touch me. Quick, somebody change the channel. <laughs> so, yeah. That was act one. What do you guys think? I am... Bathroom break. Confused. <laughs> there's a lot happening. Yeah. There is. There's a, there's a lot happening in the show. Yes. I mean, I guess it is kind of like Scooby-Doo logic because they're like moving from one house to another and like. But this one's haunted, but this one's got the plague, and yeah, this guy's not really this guy. Nobody knows the actual story except for I guess like Sigilus and Hero. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it does seem like a lot of fun, and I feel like being in this show is probably a lot of fun for the actors, especially playing Sigilus. Like, no wonder it's such a power role. Like, because you get to be. All these different people. The maestro of chaos. Yeah. Seems like a lot of fun. Then, yeah, it's... I mean, it's set in, like, older times, so a lot of the <laughs> philosophies about women and stuff is a little outdated, but... A little? <laughs> a little? But it makes sense I mean, for that time Roman period. stuff. Yeah, like... It's, it's pretty yeah. garbage at that point. Yeah, I mean, courtesans and slaves and all that, that's pretty much ancient Rome, so... It is what it yeah. is. Yep. <laughs> Kylie, thoughts? I can just like vaguely remember it when I saw it from the high school version. Yeah. And the only thing that I remember pretty decently is the guy going across the stage counting numbers. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I saw it in high school as well, and it was just chaos. Yep. I mean that's the whole show. Yeah. That's it. That's very true. That's the Chaos the Musical. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's the one that you're going to make in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Forum Act 1? All right, I think that's it. All right. Kylie, you want to give us our theater fact? Okie dokie. <laughs> so the first... 
The first stone theater was built in Rome in 55 BC. Roman theaters were more elaborate than the Greek ones, and they were freestanding. They had curtains and scenery, and were even sometimes indoors. Whoa. Holy cow. It's <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> well, are we ready for Act 2, children? Yes. Yes, teacher. All right. <laughs> Bring us into Act 2. All right, so... So Senex comes on stage after the intermission and acts like the narrator this time. And so he basically gives a synopsis of Act 1. And then the rest of the characters come in and they take their places exactly where they left off at, before intermission. Uh, so it nice. like literally starts right back up again, which I think is pretty cool. Still breaking that fourth wall, you know. Yes. Super fun. So we have Miles, who's preparing to kill Sudalus. But then Sudalus escapes from the soldiers that are holding him down. He says that he will find Philia. And Miles gives him one hour to do so. So we have a time crunch. Senex, who is fresh from his bath in the house of Aronius, took him forever to bathe, but it's fine, uh, <laughs> tells Hysterium to bring him Philia and some passion potion. <gasps> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Domina arrives home early and catches Hysterium with the potion, making her suspicious of her husband. As, you know, obviously. And the song is <laughs> That Dirty Old Man, which I love. <laughs> Yet again, another song about <laughs> creepy old, old men. men. Yeah, she's gonna... But she's like, I'm gonna fight him. She disguises herself in, in white robes and a veil, which is what Philia is wearing, and tries to catch Senex cheating on her. With herself. <laughs> yep. Philia, who still thinks that Senex is Miles, the man she is wed to wed, starts to go to him. She runs into Hero on the way, the song that'll show him. She tells him that even though she must fulfill her contract and marry him, she will think of Hiral while she is with him. It will be her form of revenge. It's really creepy, you guys. Uh, yeah. No. It's yeah. Not how, that's not how you do that. Nope. No. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give him it. some real good loving. That'll teach him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show him. By having a, a great time. No. Mm -mm. We never said she was smart. Pseudolus gets Philia and Hero to hide away in the garden and convinces Hysterium to help him by dressing in drag and wearing the ring from Aronius and holding flowers and pretending to be a dead Philia. Yep. Pseudolus tells Hysterium how lovely he is as a girl in the song Lovely Reprise. And it's a hilarious. <laughs> They're like, you know, you're so beautiful. And he's like, I am? <laughs> Such a precious little boy. <laughs> so precious. I love Hysterium. Oh my god. <laughs> so, Pseudolus presents this dead body to Miles, who's now extremely saddened and insists on conducting a funeral service, complete with a pyre. Oh no. Pyre of fire. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so we have the song, Funeral, or Funeral Procession in some places. Anyway, something like that. Anyway. <laughs> So the courtesans come out and they act as mourners or handmaidens of sorrow. And so everyone's sad and crying and, oh, no, there's dead people. It's fine. Oh, no. Uh, Pseudolus stops him by saying that cremation would make the gods unhappy, which I guess is a fair point. <laughs> yes. So Meleus goes to kiss the body goodbye. And Pseudolus tells him about the plague. He's like, oh, no, don't kiss her. Don't, She's, don't, don't kiss that. She has a plague. But Meleus <laughs> has just come from Crete and he's like, there is no plague. You're lying to me. <gasps> ah. Oh, no. So Miles takes a bit of a closer look and realizes what's going on and says, The girl is alive! Well, a part of it, so right? opera. 
Yep. So Hysterium jumps up and runs off. And so the chaos all kind of comes to a head here, right? All the characters are basically running for their lives. There's this crazy chase across the <laughs> stage with Miles and Senex and Pseudolus all chasing the three different Philias. So you have Philia, Hysterium, and Domina that are all wearing that, that white with the robe <laughs> and the wig. And Yep. It is Scooby-Doo. It, it, it is. is. And so everyone keeps like grabbing someone and then realizing it's the wrong person and then moving on and then it's this big, big chaos. And then the courtesans have also escaped, so they're running around. And Lycus sends his eunuchs to bring them all back. And so that's even more chaos. Oh my goodness. All over the place. It's so much chaos. It's great. <laughs> but eventually Hysterium's wig falls off, revealing the shenanigans. Everyone gets rounded up and clearly Pseudolus is in a lot of trouble. Miles wants to kill him. Uh, Pseudolus begs to kill himself and sends Hysterium for the sleeping potion. He accidentally brings back the passion potion. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yep. Aronius completes his third circuit of the Roman hills and shows up. He notices the ring Hysterium is wearing and discovers that Miles and Philia are wearing matching rings, making them as his long-lost children. Ta-da! Miles and Philia can't marry anymore, and as a daughter of a freeborn citizen, Philia is freed from Lycus. Ba-ba-ba-ba! Dun-dun-dun! Yep. So, basically, we have a uh, soap opera, like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much. So we end with the song Comedy Tonight Reprise. So basically everyone gets their happy ending. Philia and Hero are together. They get married. Pseudolus has his freedom and a lovely courtesan, Gymnasia. Uh, Miles gets the twin courtesans to replace Philia. Aronius is reunited with his children. The only person that doesn't really get a happy ending is Senex, who is still stuck with his shrewish wife, Domino. But everyone else is having a good time. <sighs> Well, with that, we wrap up Act 2 and the show that is a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. And that was just pure chaos. <laughs> what do you guys think? So, oof. That, I'm still confused. <laughs> Soap opera. I, yeah. I definitely think this one would be, I would really like to see this one. Like, yeah. I know you guys all saw it, apparently don't remember it, but... <laughs> I would like to see it. It sounds like just a lot of madness. Yeah. And it definitely doesn't all come across in the soundtrack. True. Yeah. True. I feel like there's a lot of like physical stage gags too yes. that happen throughout the entire time. So it's probably yeah, better to watch. See, on this yeah. One. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. I would like to see this one. This sounds like a lot of fun. And being part of the the cast would be really neat too. Would you? Would you think, Kylie? Like you said, I'd rather see it in person again, just because it's been like yeah. what 10, 11 years since I last saw it. We're not gonna talk about. Oh, that. I feel old. I feel old. <laughs> well, that's a long time. Oh. <laughs> uh, Do you not want to talk about how old you are? No. Show old. Listen, Junior. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. But yeah, I definitely agree. This is. It's a very fun one to listen to, that's for sure. But it's it's got good music. It's got good music, but it's also not one I go back and listen to often. I think just because it's it definitely shows up better on stage. Yes, and it's super fun to watch. I definitely recommend everyone go see it if you can, especially the movie. Not all musicals yeah, are in movie form, so the fact that this is 
take it while you can get it. <laughs> take it where you can get it. Yeah. It is like an acted movie. It's not like a recording of a stage performance. Right. Okay. But either way, I think it still holds up just as well. So watch it if you can. At least listen to it because it is a lot of fun. And it's just, it's chaos. Good, it is good, good chaos. But good it's, chaos. It's good. I mean, yeah, it's a happy ending, right? Which that it's is actually comedy. foreshadowed tonight. in comedy tonight. He's like, we're gonna have a happy ending tonight, and look, we did. A, except it's for also a comedy, Senex. like they promised. I mean, is it a little You're creepy? A comedy that tonight. a son and father both like the same girl, and then siblings e- almost get married. Yes. Uh, Does poor Hysterium have to go through so much to help? This other man's lies. Yes. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah does Hysterium get any get anything good at the end? Or is he just an accomplice to the chaos? He's just an, an accomplice. He's just there. Poor dude. <laughs> so who's so who's Erroneous' actual kid? Philia and Miles. Miles. The so the courtesan and the, and the Roman soldier. So they couldn't get married because they're related. Oh. Okay. Yep. That would have been gross. Yeah. Yep. So it's a good thing he showed up when he did. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Anyone else have any comments about this one? Oh, nope. There's a no. <laughs> wow. This is a good one, and I think the chaos speaks for itself, so. Fair enough. If you enjoy chaos, you'll enjoy this show. All right. Well, this will wrap up this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. We're pretty sure it's episode 15. Episode 15. 15. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. <laughs> so thanks again for listening to us. We love doing this. We love bringing this to you guys. It's a lot of fun to do. And we get to just do shenanigans with our friends. So we would really appreciate it if you could take the time to review us on wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's like Apple or Google or whatever. We just really appreciate that. If you give us a subscribe so you can get our episodes on time and just tell your friends about us because we're pretty great. I think. And maybe check out our Patreon as well because we got some yes. cool stuff offered on there too. So maybe give us a look-see because we make a lot of mistakes yeah. while recording these, especially this one. That's my fault. So, you can find those bloopers on our Patreon. <laughs> yes, our bloopers, by the time this recording comes out, will have just been released to our Patreon. And it's a fun time. So, definitely check that out. So, we're at uh, www.patreon.com slash save me an aisle seat. And uh, if you just want to say hello, or if you want to give us any helpful tips or comments, you can always reach us at save me an aisle seat at gmail.com or tweet us at save an aisle seat on Twitter. All right, guys, I think that'll wrap this episode. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Aisle Seat. You can find more episodes and shows similar to this at www.ragtagnetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Save an Aisle Seat. 
We make this show just for the fun of it, but if you would like to support what we do, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash save me an aisle seat. This episode was brought to you by the Ragtag Network.